Hello and welcome everyone to today's episode of the Voices of E-Learning. I'm your host as always, J.W. Marshall with Summit K-12, and we're so glad that you are here on this episode. We have a return guest from last year, and our guest today is Mylena Albright. She is the Assistant Vice President, Corporate Social Responsibility at AT&T. Great to see you again. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. Thank you for having me back. It's been way too long, and uh, you guys have been up to a lot. I figured it was a good opportunity to come back and talk about the work we're doing through AT&T. Perfect. And the topic of today is the Achievery, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But just as a side note, you were here as one of the first in-studio guests as the pandemic was getting a little safer. So it's exciting to now kind of come full circle where things are opening back up a little bit more. And uh, we just couldn't be more excited to have you in the office. To start out, we will use the same question that we use every time to start. And you did answer last time, but for our audience that may not have watched last episode, who are you and what do you love about what you do? Oh, goodness. Oh, this is a great question because I am, you know my name, I'm Elena Albright, but I am a product of the environment of many of the people that we serve at AT&T um, through the work that we do through corporate social responsibility. I grew up in the inner city of Cleveland. And part of the reason I love what I do is because the work that I'm doing right now around the digital divide, I know impacts the families and the children who still live in the communities that I come from. So that is really part of the reason of how, why I'm inspired and why I love the work that I do. And why you inspire us and everyone in our audience, that you really are giving back in ways that you probably won't even fully understand because you can't get all those stories. But another way that you're giving back right now with AT&T is a new program called The Achievery. And so let's just dive right in and talk about what, just give an overview of what is the Achievery and then the follow-up question will be why um, mm -hmm. did AT&T create this program? Sure, absolutely. So um, the Achievery is a free online digital learning platform. It's a platform that's specifically for K through 12 students. It's also a, a program to help their parents with um, assisting in, in their learning. It's a program that we hope um, is entertaining that is inspiring, that is engaging, and in a way that um, allows students to be, to, to, to adopt the internet a lot more. And to, we, we saw some research through Morning Consult that showed that parents and teachers felt that students would do better with online learning if it was a bit more entertaining. Mm -hmm. So we put that together with collaboration with our partners, our former colleagues from uh, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. And so this was the first time that that company had used their content in order to um, use it for an, an education purpose like this. So think about clips that we've put together from very popular television shows, movies, animated series. So think Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Craig of the Creek. And so we've taken that, that content and we've paired it with learning activities where you actually watch the clip for a short period of time and then you tie that in to a learning lesson that then hopefully helps to um, help children to see um, some benefit in the, the schoolwork that they're doing, to enhance the schoolwork that they're doing. But um, the Achievery overall is part of our um, AT&T Connected Learning program. So AT&T Connected Learning was born out of um, AT&T's overall company-wide commitment. It's a three-year, uh, $2 billion investment to help narrow the digital divide. So the Achievery is just the next piece of that. 
You also asked me about why, why this, why now? So um, I think when, when I was here before, I talked about the fact that we had to pivot our work from what we were doing around AT&T Aspire, which was our former program. And uh, once we um, headed into the pandemic, we had some foresight of knowing school was changing, how students would be engaged in school. So once we knew that students were going to be home at the scale that they were, we really had to go to a model of distance learning. So with that, we started off with just kind of funding nonprofits that were providing resources, but we knew we needed a resource that was a differentiator for us at AT&T, and the Achievery was one of those ways we could differentiate, differentiate ourselves in using the resources that we had internally. So it was more than just connectivity, it was more than just getting students' devices, it was a way to really get them to engage, but in a way that we thought was fun and we really believed that students would think was fun. And that's so important, as we all know, if the students aren't engaged, the best content in the world doesn't, you know, get viewed, doesn't resonate, doesn't make an impact. So I'm really impressed. I've got a chance to play a little bit in the Achievery with how relevant the content is. It's not, uh, sometimes you'll see really old TV shows or media used. This is really current stuff and how there's a very diverse amount of content. So the diverse uh, student population that you're serving, right? Mm -hmm. All students, yeah. really great that they're able to see mirrors and windows into their own cultures as well as other cultures. Talk a little bit about that intentionality of being able to provide something to mm -hmm. all of these students that really there's something for everyone. Yeah, and that was very intentional. Um, I give a lot of credit to my team and I give a lot of credit to just the work that um, AT&T has laid as foundation around making sure that we serve everyone, that we pay attention to everyone who matters. So for a student to turn on the television or to uh, log on to the Achievery and to see people that look like them, to see characters that you know may go through situations that they may be familiar with, uh, the team wanted to be very intentional to make sure that it reached every student kind of in a similar way that they all felt welcome and it's, it was something they, they would want to take advantage of. That's awesome. And how do you expect that the Achievery will resonate with families? Oh gosh, well, keep in mind, so the focus of the work that we're doing with AT&T Connected Learning is to get to families that are part of the digital divide. And it's a very complicated issue, right? Yeah. So the initial thing people think about is, can they afford it? You know, what are what are opportunities? So with AT&T, we have, um, through our Access from AT&T program, we have a uh, low-cost internet option through ACP um, for those who qualify. That's actually free right now. But um, I go back to the statistic from the FCC is that if the majority of people are not adopting those resources, what can you do to help them with adoption? So what we figured is we have to help them see the value of the connectivity. Right. So when we provide programming through the Achievery and many of the other programs um, that we're doing, it's to really help them see the value in it. So it's help them see the value but also help them want to stay connected, right? So we think that it will resonate with families that use the Achievery because it will give them something extra. It's not just, you know, hey, take this device, it's connected, do my homework on it, that sounds like fun. Right. But to really give them a program that they can use or a resource that they can use that they're like, oh wait, you know, my, my connectivity's not working, like it makes a big difference. So that's why we really think it's a it's a differentiator, but it's a, it's, um, a product that uh, families uh, will find it resonates for them. 
and so important because so many students and families use their devices to connect to media. So the fact that you're leveraging media, hopefully that makes the, the connection even easier, that it's not just boring multiple choice homework questions. Right. There's actually engagement that they're already doing on those devices or want to do on those devices. So it should be a seamless integration. No, but the, the content quality is really important and it's not all fun and games. So talk a little bit about how do you ensure that the content and the lesson plans are meeting academic standards as well as being engaging and fun for the students. Yeah, so that was actually the first step before we even thought about what content we would bring in. You know, we have to be responsible in how we help to bring resources to students. So as you know, AT&T has been engaged in the education space for a long time. I mean, I'm pretty proud to share that since 2000, Eight, we have uh, committed over $6 million into education programming. But with all of that, we knew that we needed to work um, leading education organizations to help create a lot of the content that you see. And that content aligns with academic standards. And we work with an organization, ASCD. It's the Association for Supervision and Curriculum Development. And those are our experts. So we rely on them to go through not only with the video content, but also with the lesson plans to make sure that they're aligned with um, social-emotional learning curriculum, to make sure that they're aligned with Common Core curriculum. Because because if a, if, a, if a teacher can't go on and pick out lessons that align with what they're teaching students, it's not gonna be helpful. But by the same token, you have parents and students that may not be tied as much to the curriculum, right. but when they log on, they wanna know that it's you know seventh grade English language arts that they know that their student needs some, some help with. So we really worked closely with experts to make sure that we were responsible in how we delivered our education programming. That's great. And to do it in a seamless way to mm -hmm. where the parents and the students are getting what the students need, but they don't necessarily have to know the standards and, and that type of thing. And they don't have to do any work on their own to put two and two together. Yeah. You've done it and all if, together. And if I can, not to interrupt you, but we've also worked very closely with um, national organizations. We were interested to know what parents thought about the achievery. So we worked with the national PTA in order to um, find out how, what parents thought, what feedback they had, but also with ASCD, we worked closely with teachers across the country to make sure that we kind of heard them, understood what their needs were, there were so many resources that were out there. We wanted to make sure that we were able to, um, and we continue to work to make the product better and to give them what they feel like they need. And I was just going to say that was maybe most impressive to me is how fast you've been able to to continue to pivot and continue to create. How did you do it? How I mean, large corporations aren't usually known for being this nimble and and quick to respond to. A, a really big need in not just the market in the, in the country. Right. How have you been able to do it so quickly? Well, first of all, we had to because when the pandemic started, like we, we literally had to like stop on a dime and really kind of figure out what we would do next. And then um, the second piece, I, I give a shout out at this point to my boss, Charlene Lake, who just kind of drove us. She challenged us to make sure we can get this done because students needed it. And, you know, in many corporations, you know, you can kind of, you know, PowerPoint something to death. You can think it through to death. And she really just didn't give us that option. It was like, okay, what, let's go. What do we have? What, what are we going to offer? And and, you know, I'm really proud that the entire team, you know, stood up to the test to make it happen. That's amazing. And so the next question is, what's next? You've already mm -hmm. built something really great, but of course, you're always innovating at AT&T. What is in the future for the um, Achievery? 
Yeah, so um, we have a lot of work going on in the background. You'll see more lesson plans, you'll see uh, more content that comes forward, but just tune in to uh, theachievery.com and you will uh, you will learn more, but I have to leave a little teaser there to make sure people wanna like just keep, keep watching. A return guest leaving a teaser for <laughs> the audience, I love it. All right, so I think that pretty well covers the Achievery as of now and mm -hmm. tune in to the website to learn more. But AT&T is doing so much more. You alluded to that earlier. Um, what are the other key areas that you're working on, especially to narrow, continue to narrow this digital divide? Yeah, absolutely. So there are three areas that I'll talk to you about. Um, the first one is with our connected learning centers. So we are working with um, existing community centers across the country. We'll open about 24 or 26 by the end of the year. And so we go into an existing community Center. We bring in AT&T Wi-Fi, which is provided through AT&T Fiber. We actually have um, partnered with Dell Computers. Dell provides the computers for those locations. They have that service free of charge in kind for three years. And then we include all of our resources that we bring forward. So the Achievery is made possible there. We have um, employee mentoring, employee volunteerism that goes on at those centers. So we're pretty proud of that. That was very new uh, for us and we, it's been pretty successful um, to date. So it'd be great to come back and talk to you about some of the impact of that. Um, and part of the reason too is when we think about the homework gap, it's what happens for students when they're away from school, when they're outside the classroom. So in an effort to try to reach more students at scale, we reach them in the community centers where they will be very likely when they're away from um, when they're away from the classroom. The second example is what we're doing around our program called Screen Ready. So Screen Ready is um, another website where we handle all of our digital literacy work, online safety. But um, I'm pretty proud of uh, workshops that we've created in partnership with the Public Library Association. So PLA has uh, helped us to develop. I believe we have about 12 different workshops that appear online now. And with those, you can go online free of charge. And these are specifically for parents, parents and caregivers who may not have the skill set that they need to help help their students with their homework. So they can go on free of charge. It's self-paced, and it's just it's an easy way for them to just go in and get get the quick. Um, nuggets that they need to kind of learn how to be safe online, how to navigate email, um, but just uh, wonderful information that they get to just make them stronger in the process as well. And then finally, we have been working with a network of device refurbishers. And so those, defurbish those refurbishers are great for us because keep in mind we're corporate social responsibility. So from a sustainability perspective, they're helping keep some of these devices out of landfills where they would normally go. They strip them, they totally renovate the machines and those machines are then put back in a like new state where we're able to donate those to the community. So we're anticipating about 20,000 devices that we'll give away over the course of the next two years this year and next year. But just really looking at when we think about, you know, affordability, we've covered that with mm -hmm. access from AT&T. When we think about access, we try to get net, you know, network out to communities that need it most. But then when we think about, you know, adoption, it's, it's really full circle. So when we think about the program, programs that we've done with AT&T Connected Learning, it's across all of those spectrums or what we call the three legs of the stool to make sure we get families everything that they need. I love that. And you've used the word free multiple times today. It's free. Uh, Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. We want to make sure the audience knows that, but also 
Why is that so important for AT&T? Um, and maybe even a bigger question of the goals of the you know corporate social responsibility division of yeah. AT&T, and and why this is you know really you know something that you've not just talked about, but you've put into action and are going to continue to do so. Yeah. So I mean, our overall goal is to reach one million people in need with the resources that they need in order to be connected and just you know. To, to feel better about an online presence, right? So in order to do that, we have to make it available to them. So it was important. It didn't feel right to charge for something that we know people need. So with that, we made sure that all of the resources we provide are free of charge. And, you know, from getting them, you know, connected through either low cost or free options if they qualify, but all the way through, through that entire spectrum, we wanted to make sure people had that opportunity without having to worry about how they would pay for it. So we're coming to the end of our time, but before we let you go, please let us know, let our audience know, how can uh, we get more information on the Achievery and all of the great work that you're doing at AT&T? Sure, so for the Achievery, they can go to www.theachievery.com. And for our general um, AT&T CSR initiatives with Connected Learning, they can go to www.att.com forward slash CSR. Perfect. And thank you so much for coming back to see us in studio. This is your second time on. I can't wait for your third time later this year. It's really been great to have you on the show. All right. Thank you. And to my audience, go check out The Achievery. I've been there. I've experienced it. It's amazing. And also go check out past episodes of The Voices of E-Learning on marketscale.org or anywhere that you consume your podcast. Thank you again for joining us on this episode. And remember to always, always keep learning.